What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Good Wolf Project. I'm your host, Jerry Scarlato, and today's interview is with Emmanuel Gibson. At a youthful 26 years old, Emmanuel has a higher level of personal development than most 36, 46, and 56-year-olds. He started himself off real young at getting started and getting going with his personal development, with his health and fitness, and with making sure he is mastering himself so that he can bring his best to the world. What you'll learn in this conversation is how important it is to be selfish so that you can be selfless. That's what Emmanuel conveys throughout the conversation. That's what we talk about in and out. And it's important to pay attention to those parts where he's talking about being selfish so that you can be selfless so that you can bring your best to the world because that is the epitome of development in being your best self. So enjoy this conversation with Emmanuel Gibson. What's up, everybody? Emmanuel, how you doing today, brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So we both have our hats on, which is why we're both here today. Um, we were at a convention. The I wanted to say cars and coffee because that's the car show we go to every Saturday. Um, <laughs> we were at what the heck was the name of it, Emmanuel? Now I can't remember of it. I remember it. <laughs> the Cavalcade Thank Customs. You. Man, my mind's like blanking right now. So we're walking. I'm walking, and all of a sudden, Emmanuel comes running over and he grabs me and he's like, Hey, I haven't seen anybody with that hat on. I had to stop you. And I had to say hi, and I had to introduce myself. So one thing led to another. Of course, we connected on Instagram, and I started looking at his stuff. And I'm like, I think this would be a good conversation to have. So I want to ask you a question. Um, I went through your Instagram story, and I found a quote from Marcus Aurelius, who I believe everybody should read his book, Meditations, because it gives you an insight to what the emperor of Rome was thinking as he was ruling an empire. Um, at any rate, the quote said, the nearer a man comes to a calm mind, the closer he is to strength. What's that mean to you? It means calming your mind in any situation. If I am able to have control over my mind, I can control how I respond to what's going on around me. So you are, tell me how old you are. I'm 26. I would have guessed around that much. Um, being 26, again, just our brief interaction, you coming over to me and the stuff that I've seen on Instagram, you being 26, is those habits don't usually align. What caused you to get into, to become, to get yourself to become the kind of person who actually cares about your personal development? Um, fitness helped me get there, but um, becoming a husband and a dad is what really pushed me to elevate even further. And how... Um, I'll dig into some personal questions. You tell me when to stop. So when, how long have you been a father? Um, 
about going on 18 months. All right. So I'm solid, man. So once you had your baby, uh, baby girl. Yes. Okay. Once you had your baby girl, you had already had fitness and that was there to already start pulling you forward. But then you had your baby girl and what was it about that, that sparked you to keep, to keep going or to dig further? I knew that there was going to be a point where she was going to say, Oh daddy, can you do this? Or she's going to need help or she's going to want me to build something or um, just simply chasing her around. And I'm not going to be that man that can't protect her, can't provide for her or perform when she needs me to. Very solid. Again, I don't think that that's something that most people, not even at 26, at 36, at 46, at 56, even start to cultivate. So it's solid that you're starting that habit like super early because I can tell you having worked with thousands of people between the age of like 45 and 65 who did not take care of themselves for the longest time, who showed up half a wreck, already on multiple medications, already potentially having surgeries on knees and hips to replace things that most of them, almost all of them would say, I just wish I would have started this earlier. I just wish I would have started this journey a long time ago and then just kept going. So how do you, because you also do some coaching, how do you start to convey that to the people that you work with? the importance of, of going forward, because I think getting started for people is the easier part, but going, Mm -hmm. continuing to move forward is the hard part. So, um, as you know, from the Marcus Aurelius and things like that, there's different people that I follow and I've kind of taken information from here and there. And what I've cultivated and what I tell people is I want to build the imperfect empire, knowing that our journey is not going to be perfect knowing that we're never going to be perfect, but by building foundational habits, we can build the foundation to build our empire. And by empire, I mean our healthy body. I mean, I call my family my empire and the community that I'm building is an empire as well. Solid, man. So you build yourself, you lead by example, and then you build people around you to help them become the best versions of themselves. And then as a community, Hopefully that propagates out into more people. More people see that they want to become better and so on. So as you build the individual empire of you, you are then seeking to improve the the people around you. Right. That's right. So at what point, um, at what point did you start to really embrace? Because this hat, this hat means something, right? This is a different kind of mindset. This is a different thing than like, oh, I want to work out and I want to get fit, right? It's about living a set of virtues. It's about living a set of beliefs. It's about being a certain kind of person. It's about being a certain kind of man. And uh, those things aren't exactly easy to, they're not exactly easy to start to build on your own. Do you have anybody around you? What are some mentors that you have found to start to continue to pull you down the path that you want to go to build your empire? 
Um, honestly, there's different faces that I follow on social media. Um, there's the first form community. Um, <laughs> now you, um, through finding you just seeing a hat and, uh, I'm constantly seeking personal development, whether it's through books or social media and, um, really finding that genuine connection of somebody who wants more than just an Instagram photo of I worked out today. Very good. Um, yeah, that's, it's something that you just don't see as much now. I believe that like, you know, social media is tough because social media has caused a lot of the issues where we are today. But at the same time, you can, if you use it, instead of letting it use you, then you can actually send a good message to the world and also bring a good message to you. You can start to actually cultivate your own Instagram feed and so on and so forth, follow certain people. And then on the other end, if you actually put out stuff that is helpful to other people and you actually put out to the world that this is what you're looking for, it's amazing what you'll actually start to get back in return. So what got you to start like getting into Instagram? That takes a lot of, that takes a lot of, I don't know, guts to a degree to start putting yourself out there like that. So what got you to start doing that? Um, honestly, I was, I was reaching for a position at first form to uh, become a sponsored athlete, just being honest. Um, and some of the requirements were to post certain things and, through doing that, I noticed that I was inspiring the closest people to me. My family seen a difference in me and it motivated them to, my mom got off blood, blood pressure medication from uh, going cool. to the gym with me and uh, monitoring what she was eating a little bit more. And um, once I seen that I could make a little impact through lifting some weights and saying a couple words, I, it is deeper than that. But knowing that I could truly make an impact and help somebody, i I don't want to stop. I want to keep growing the mission. Yeah. Well, like, don't be bashful about talking about what you want because anybody will tell you, like, until you start telling the universe what you want, you, you can't, you're not going to get it in return. So like the fact that you want to be a first form athlete, number one, not many people, not many people are accepted as a first form athlete. Number one, number two, you have to, you got to put it out there. Like you have to be comfortable putting it out there because when you hold yourself back, when you even start, when you even begin to hold yourself back, when you feel bashful about saying, this is what I want. This is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want to be. This is who I want to reach. You will, your actions will start to be held back at the same time. It's hard to see. It's hard to make that connection, but the quicker that you start to realize that what you're, what you're saying out loud or what you're stopping yourself from saying out loud, even if you believe in your heart that that's what you want to do, you have to, you have to let it go. You have to let it fly because when you start to restrain and when you start to hold back, you, your actions will follow. It seems it, it's, it's hard to make that connection, but man, that is, that's, that's important, but you took the step. So that's, that's great. And you're, you've got, you, it looks like you've got some people rolling. So um, what are some things that you've learned about working with people? <laughs> the challenge um, and the challenges. <laughs> yeah, it is challenging. Um, 
first thing I'll say is not everyone's going to be as driven as, as you or as I am. Um, it doesn't mean that they don't want it, but a lot of people have doubts, just like I kind of bit my tongue on speaking what I wanted, which thank you for that. Uh, people don't think that they have the power or the motivation, per se, to, to get going. But once you sh- uh, you unveil a simple process to get them there or show them that, you know, just like they have struggles, you have struggles, they can overcome that. And once they get momentum, it's just finding ways to keep it going. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that holds anybody back is this. It's what goes on in their brain. It's what goes on in their mind. That is, that is the only thing that holds anybody back. It's, it's not even close. Like there's, there's a second place somewhere, but I'm, it's not even worth thinking about because what happens is one of two things, either number one, they don't believe that they can actually do it. So they start something, they want to lose 50 pounds. They want to get a six pack. They want to do something, but they don't believe they can actually do it. So eventually they sabotage themselves and they stop anyway. The other thing that happens is people get bored. You give them the program, you give them the tools, you give them the work to do. Like you said in your story, I think yesterday, it's the work, like the magic is the work. So you got to show up and do the work. That is literally the magic. That is the secret. Everybody online who is telling you anything, even if they're trying to sell you some bullshit, the magic behind their bullshit is the work. It's just showing up. Like that's the thing. But what happens is, People get bored of the magic. People get bored of the work. And when that happens, they sabotage themselves and they end up stopping because they convince themselves that, again, either they're not worth it, they can't do it, or they can't, you know, it's going to take too long. Whatever the whatever the thing is that they tell themselves. But like, mm-hmm. those are the things. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Like the mental barriers that people have to overcome to actually get through it. It's not a matter of... St- like, yeah, the work's hard, but like, it's the mental part. Right. Have you found that for yourself? Uh, yeah, 100%. And that's why I seek um, more growth through my reading, through um, some YouTube videos, depending on what I find and social media and, you know, trying to connect with people like you. Uh, so what are some of the biggest barriers you have found yourself to have to overcome regularly? One or two? Um, one or two. <laughs> I would say self-doubt mm-hmm. um, is something that I've really realized, which, again, just like we were talking about the athlete thing, not putting out there what I want because fear of judgment from others will be the mm-hmm. other one. Um, I used to be so afraid or think people would judge me for wanting more or wanting to be uh, different than the average Joe. Um so yeah, self-doubt and fear of, uh, judgment. Uh, and I can completely empathize with those brother. Trust me. Um, what are some things that you've done to help combat those? Because here's the thing before you start, sorry. Um, it's not going to go away. So, Mm -hmm. but the goal is to constantly improve it and going back to Mm -hmm. just the simple example of fitness working on your fitness is not going to go away. As long as you plan on being alive and being a human being, you'll have to work on your fitness. It is, it's, it's, it's just not going to, you're not going to be able to stop. 
that's what stops a lot of people. So with that in mind, what are some things that you've done just to help yourself improve your self-doubt and being concerned about judgment? So um, for self-doubt is putting in the work every day, whether it's managing what I'm putting in my mouth or simply working out. Um, Knowing that if I say, hey, I'm working out today at 3.30 a.m., or um, this is what I'm having for lunch, sticking to that and not deviating it builds the confidence where I can say, hey, I actually do what I say I'm going to do. And then when it comes to fear of judgment, through repetition of keeping the promise to myself, what other people say about it doesn't really matter because I'm confident in myself. Um, And knowing that, hey, that because of my struggles and what I've gone through, I know that if someone's casting judgment on me, they're probably struggling with what I'm trying to overcome myself. So by doing that, I'm just leading by example again, and hopefully they see that. Uh, There's a lot of wisdom in there. So um, here's the thing, like people, yeah, people will always, always judge you, number one. Like they'll always judge you. But at the same time, the moment they judge you, the next second they forget that you're even there. I don't, I mean, that sounds harsh, but at the same time, at the same time, they just forget, like they'll judge you in a second, but the next second they're judging something else. So the, the thing holding people back and you and me, and I would say 99% of humanity, fear of being judged and fear of other people, that thing alone is one thing that it's, it's hard to just say, man, you just got to forget what other people say or what other people think or what other people, other people's opinions. But that is, it's so true through and through. I had a a police chief of a city in the area on the podcast a while back. And he, one of the things that he said, I said, if you had to say one thing, or you had one idea to say to anybody, like, what would you say? He said, you're not that important. Is that's, that's what he would tell somebody. You're not that important. And when you are concerned about, I actually said this to Jonna once, um, my producer, <laughs> I guess that's a good title, huh? <laughs> but, but she was worried about giving a speech at school. And I was like, why are you worried about it? She's like, well, they're all going to be judging me and staring at me and so on and so forth. I was like, well, that's pretty selfish of you. I was like, she's like, what do you mean that's selfish of me? I was like, your con- what are you concerned about? Like, that's very selfish of you to not give your best to everybody there. Like, because you're worried about being judged, you're not giving yourself to everybody. And if you and I were worried about being judged, I'm not going to give myself in your Instagram stories. And when you're talking to people and when you're helping people, you're not going to give yourself to the world. You're going to hold something back, whether you believe it or not. So there's a like, that's a very, it's, it's good that you recognize that. And that you're actually putting actions in place to, to overcome it because man, that once you start to ingrain that, that's tough. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And thank you. You got it, brother. Um, so what, what was your childhood like? Like, how did you get into fitness in the first place? I guess. Um, I was, I still am in love with basketball. Um, I played basketball, from fifth grade all the way to the end of high school. So that's where um, 
fitness really came into play. I played football a couple years, but basketball was my love. So then, like, did you, you – so you got into the gym when you were playing basketball and you noticed that it helped you with your game, but it all, you, I assume you also noticed that it helped you with your confidence. Yes, for sure. Um, so I've always been naturally kind of stronger. I mean, I'm not, like, uh, the strongest guy, but when I was a freshman, sophomore, I was able to lift what the varsity guys were lifting. And it that was a huge confidence booster. So I kind of fell in love with lifting weights through that. And then you kept it going. How did you how did you get yourself to keep it going once high school was out? Um, well, when high school was out, I kept it going for a little bit, <laughs> not the entire time, but um it again, the confidence and wanting to stay strong, be strong and uh until I fell off. Uh why did you fall off and then what caused you to get back on? Uh, the same reason actually. I fell off because of uh my high school sweetheart <laughs> uh gained some happy weight you know um moved out got an apartment um college work everything like that that people fall into for life and then um we decided to get married and when I said I was getting married I'm like my wife deserves this better version of me and uh you know my future life going forward so that's what this that's how I decided to get back into fitness that's again the story man it's 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 a good story because what you don't what you're like i feel you you know <laughs> reluctant i get i get the feeling of like you know my story's not that important your story is super important because mo first of all most people do that at 36 46 not not to get married part but they recognize that oh, I need to actually do something. I need to get back into it. So the fact that at in your early 20s, you said, I know that I'm a better person when I, when I do X, Y, Z, and you actually took action on it, that's a big deal. That is a very big deal. So taking, I mean, taking those steps is just something that you, you should recognize and that you, you know, I mean, Phil, feel confident and feel comfortable with it because it's, it's your story is a big deal. Thank you. You got it, brother. So if, if you could, I'll put you on the spot since I told you the story about the police chief, if you could say one thing to somebody to help them, to help them get started, someone's on the fence and they're trying to figure out how to get started what what's one thing that you would say to help them um it, i would probably say just go don't worry about how you're going to get there but just go like i i didn't when i started health and fitness again before the wedding i didn't know what i was going to look like if i was going to get back to my high school figure um i didn't know what my current state was going to be I just knew that I needed to be better so I took that first step and I didn't know what the second one was going to be like but I knew that to get to that point I needed to take a step so just go don't eat the work comes before the belief is is a phrase that I've heard and 
understanding that just taking the first step, you'll figure it out and then you'll build confidence and then you'll keep it going. And the rest is what it is. That's so good. The work comes before the belief. And there's, there's a lot of truth to that. I would also say, um, the work comes before the motivation, because that's another thing that holds a lot of people back too, is lack of feeling motivated, right? I'm sure you've, you've heard that and probably you've felt that before. Have you ever felt yourself getting unmotivated and feeling unmotivated? Yeah. Yesterday morning. <laughs> no doubt. What happens when you do that? I, I go anyway, cause I know what happened. I, I have a certain routine. Um, I have multiple routines depending on how I wake up, different things like that. But the, the point is, is that when I don't feel like it, if I don't, I know how I'm going to feel the rest of the day. I know that I'm not going to show up the best version of myself to work or after work when I get home, I'm going to be like, oh, I didn't do what I needed to do today. And that pulls me mentally away from my wife and my daughter and where I need to be present. Uh, so when you feel yourself, when when you don't do what you say you're going to do, then you can feel that affect you in your personal relationships with your daughter, with your wife, that, how did you start to recognize that? Um, through reading and, uh, actually Jocko Willing talks about detachment Mm -hmm. and, um, and extreme ownership and having conversations with my wife and little things, you know, we all Mm -hmm. do it. Uh, little things, you might argument. And I try to, think how could I rectify this conversation or what was my role in this and then I'm like in the back of my mind I'm thinking about oh I didn't work out this morning or I didn't get my task done that I wanted to get done so I'm frustrated about that and I might be lashing out on her because of that and that's not okay very solid man that's good um so what I hear you say is you have to be selfish before you can be selfless. You have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. That's what I hear you saying. Yes, for sure. How do you convey that to somebody? Because a lot of people look at that and they go, well, that's real selfish. If you, you want to spend time working out and you want to spend time reading and you want to spend time doing X, Y, Z to yourself, that's, that's pretty selfish stuff. How do you convey that you have to be selfish before you can be selfless? The some of the people that I work with and I feel like this is the best example that I can give is a parent, Um, my mom or even myself. If my legs aren't strong enough, if my arms aren't strong enough for me to stand and hold my daughter, what what good am I? If uh, if I'm not taking care of myself healthily, if I'm uh, lazy, I'm not serving her. There's so I got to take care of me to take care of her. No doubt, man. That's good. Um, one last thing. I know that you got to get back to work, jumping back into that. What's your goal? What's your goal? Like, what's the thing that you want? You talked about being a first form athlete. What's your vision look like? My vision is to build my imperfect empire. Like I said, I want to lead by example and show people that um, health and fitness is a staple to building self-confidence and allowing you to show other people that if you 
work on yourself just a little bit. If you read a little bit more, if you eat a little bit cleaner, you don't even have to eat less. Just control what you're consuming. Take care of yourself. Um, you can show up the best version of you. And when you do that um, through the self-development, it builds the confidence to perform better at work, to be a better parent, to be a better individual. And that will grow that empire like we talked about at the beginning of this call that, you know, amplifying it to just the empire just grows and grows. That's a great message, brother. Very good message. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, my Instagram tag is fresh.dad22. Um, that's pretty much where I'm at. Very nice. I would strongly suggest following him because he's got some good stuff. At 26 years old, you got a lot of wisdom in there, my friend. Make sure you share it. Thank you so much. You got it, brother. I appreciate you.